I did see this fantastic um, thing earlier on one of the Instagram accounts like Tinder translators or something mm. and it was someone that every every Father's Day they go through um, all their Tinder matches that have got children and be like who do you prefer me or your children and watch them be like ooh pretty close call or oh definitely you and it's just like you're a terrible human being yeah <laughs> phenomenal absolutely phenomenal <laughs> entrapment who cares <laughs> yeah but you did something wrong so yeah well actually not, not not a believer in that. We, we 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 did discuss a bit of entrapment last time. We did, yes. Old uh, Johnny Z, Jay Z, Jay Z, to his friends, Jay Z Delorean, Delorean, Jay Z the real one. Wait, that's an anagram. I I don't know if it is. I don't know if there's enough A's in there. <laughs> Wait, Delorean. I mean, if you spell it, it we might be a letter the short. real one. I think we're. Just gonna Google DeLorean Deriel one. <laughs> Why am I doing this? Hey folks, welcome to episode 79. 78. 78. You just saw me type I know, it in. I know, but then I immediately forgot <laughs> of um of uh, Australia's worst beer podcast. It's Hey Brew. It's the podcast where you tell the kind of stories that you tell once you've had a few in the pub. My name is Elliot. My name is Mike. It's getting rusty again, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You kind of stumbled over the first like three words of the intro there. <laughs> Hi. Uh, name? Elliot. <laughs> Scene. <laughs> Office. Line. <laughs> um, like this podcast is scripted in any way. Yeah, please. Come Bullet on, points man. at most. Dear, oh dear. Um, we do drink beer though. Mike, have you, have you drank any beer? Uh, in and the last week, not so much because I've battled and defeated a head cold, crushed um, under your mighty yeah. boot of immunization. Yes, and I I take a very hard line approach when I'm sick. Is fucking only putting water and like herbal tea into my body as far as liquids go. That is not a line I take, but I appreciate no, it. I've, I've I've known some people throughout my time who <laughs> will just drink through being sick. I'm like, you know, that's slowing down your recovery. Yeah, but it that's... also makes the recovery bearable. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, 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 that's a very, very good point. I'm glad to hear you're feeling better. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I've got like a random mix of beers in my fridge just waiting to be mm. drank. Um, it was kind of like a departing gift from my previous job. They just sent me like a beer cartel, I think mixed 24. That is a box. good, uh, good departing gift. gift. Yeah. 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 Um, it's, it's a lot of like fairly run-of-the-mill Australian craft beers, to be fair. That's fair. Um, it's not, like, anything crazy, because that would probably run you a fair bill if you're getting 24 of them. Um, but some some good favourites in there, some some Capital, some uh, Bent Spoke. Yes. Um, some... Yeah, you're looking at, like, a couple of cans of Old Mate, stuff like that kind exactly, of thing. Exactly, exactly. Which, in all fairness, all just great drinking beer. Yeah, and there's, there's a can of Stone and Wood in there, and given that it's free, I will drink it. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise... I wouldn't pay my own money for stone wood at this point. The only problem is I still quite like fixation and two birds. And I don't know how to do. Well, I feel like they're okay because, like, yeah, they got bought, but they weren't out there fucking campaigning Carping against getting prick. bought. Yeah, yeah. So they're, they're still fine in my books. How's counterculture for you? Um, I that's still I a stone think wood. It's a stone sub, wood product, yeah, it's a sub yeah. brand Damn of it. theirs. So out, they're out. Speaking of out, 
Brewdog can get the fuck out of Melbourne. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I thought you were going to say Happy Pride Month. Well, um, <laughs> that too. But, <laughs> but I yeah, mean, Brewdog can go and get fucked. I, I do not need them in my life. No, and they're, they're ruining a pretty rad place, which is Pentridge Prison. Um, what a weird thing to say I know. without context. Yes, uh, so, so what used to be a prison in Melbourne has been converted into like a weird little community within the walls that the prison had. There's like a really <laughs> decent shopping center and cinema in there, and there's a bunch of apartment buildings. Yeah. And there's going to be a giant brewdog facility. Truly, the idea that an ancient prison being turned into a shopping apartment and now brewdog complex yeah. says that nothing, bar nothing, will stand in the way of capitalism. I know. Not even incarceration. It's like, oh, you're not using this? We're going to put business in it. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Oh, you are using it? Well, we're going to make you business. Yes. <laughs> Hello, privatized prisons. Oh, no. Oh, good. Good way to kill the vibe spirit. Yeah, well, look, if if I'd had any beers this week, we wouldn't have gone down this road. But all I have is news about a brewery I don't care for. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I want to say, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. But but to to your point, happy Pride Month. Happy Pride Month. Yeah. Haven't any Pride advice. I should have done. I really I, liked that beer. I had it uh, a little while ago. I went to Stomping Ground and they had this year's Pride advice on tap Good. before Pride Month. Unless, yeah, they no, do it in the run-up, I think. Australian Pride Month is different to America's, right? Mm. I don't know. It's like Father's Day. Yeah. Anyway, I've had the 2022 Pride of Ice. It's very good. Yeah, it's a really nice beer. I want them to do it in a limited edition. Limited edition? Is that what you said? Yes. <laughs> a limited edition package. That's mm. why. Uh, next month. Next <sighs> Next time? Thanks. Yes. Um, with the buy flag on it, and it can be called Bridal Vice. Okay. A little bit exclusionary. Yes. Given the, the nature of Pride Month. <laughs> yes, I know. And I was trying to I was trying to think if there's ways to do it for loads of other different, you know, combinations. And I was mm. like, it only really works with that one yeah. because of the rhyme. So yeah. it did feel quite bad. Yeah, so Pride Vice it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's full circle. Nope. That's just whatever I was gonna go with there, try and making more puns out of beer and different They've already made the pun for you. Yeah, I was trying to think if there's any others I could do, and I couldn't. Oh. I couldn't think of any, and I don't want it to sound disparaging because that's not what it is. I'm just I like puns. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, how about you? How has your your beer uh, consumption been recently? Uh, hi. Um, <laughs> making up for your loss. Thank um, you. No, I've been getting really into Guinness at the moment. To be honest, Ooh. I drink quite a bit of Guinness. I haven't had a Guinness in years. Big Guinness boy. Ooh. Um. Well, I live around the corner from the Quiet Man Irish pub. Oh, I do like that. That is a good joint. It is a good pub. We were there on Friday, um, but um, yeah, look, I've had a couple of goodies. Otherwise, um, there's one in there that I forgot to note the name of. Um, I really should have done, but it's um, my partner ordered. Uh, so did I tell you the 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 uh, <laughs> the story of you remember when we had the Beholder? Yes. Yeah. yeah the Doom episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I bought another can and oh. gave it to my partner. I was like, you'll love this. She was moving house. She opened it on the day she moved in. No fridge, no seats. I think you did mention this, yeah. Gave it me back in a, in a sports drink bottle. And she's like, I couldn't drink it because we didn't have any glassware or anything. I was like, <laughs> oh, for God. So she's like, don't you worry. drink it through like that little sipper top on it? Yeah. Oh, no, it sat in my fridge for ages until, until you told me to throw it out. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. And so she bought another one online and then they couldn't fulfill the order. So they refunded her and sent her a beer. Mm. And it was a donut stout. All right. Mike, it was amazing. It tasted like donuts. 
Like, well, do you okay. remember the wayward donut? Do you, do you mean do you mean like the iconic Simpsons donut, the pink yes. glazing back kind of? Okay, I love that flavor. It's oh. incredible. Oh. Uh, well, do you remember the brewery? It's on the counter there. Okay. So I we'll, will look yeah, at it yeah. on the way out. Yes. Um, other than that, just um, drank loads of Brooklyn Lager yesterday. Mm. It's just something I don't really drink that often. It's yeah. nice. Yeah, it's nice. Um, Pint of lager. Yeah. I watched Hot Fuzz recently. They uh, constantly order a pint of lager in that accent. Well, one of my favorite bits uh, on that uh, in that movie is when the Andes, one of them's drinking the Guinness, he's gets got the, a mustache. The, the big Guinness mustache, but he's already got a mustache. Yeah. Uh, you've got a mustache. Yeah, I know. That's <laughs> <laughs> just the, it's the, the derision. <laughs> so good. Oh, that movie's great. Yeah. I haven't watched that in ages. I might yeah. give that a little rerun, a little yeah. spin. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's. I mean, I'm sure there have been other beers. There have definitely been other beers. Um, and there will be more in your ooh, future. And mine. Just. Oh, I bought the Gab's 8-pack as well. I haven't cracked it open yet. Oh, what's what's the like theme of the 8-pack? Uh, Is it just... Beer. Yeah, but... Like, Featured at Gab's. There, there wasn't any like common element to the ones that they put in the box? I got a Dan, a Dan Murphy's voucher. I, I bought it. That's, okay. that's, what, okay. that's what I can tell you about okay. it. Okay. Minimal research. Basically free beer. Saw an email. Yeah. Bought it. It is. <laughs> if you're thinking about advertising anything to the members of the Hebrew team, do it. I'll buy yeah, it. Yeah, make it free beer, basically. <laughs> well, if you're thinking about advertising anything to me, I'll most likely buy it. Yeah. I am a sucker. Yeah. You just remind me something exists and I will give you money for it. That's basically what you just said. Pretty much. Although, you know, we're not at your place right now. And normally I could point around the room and be like, yeah, because yes. that's not a thing you do either. No. <laughs> no. I mean, I've, I've had to like wind it back just a little at the moment while I'm between jobs. But um, sure is fun buying shit. Boy, though, have it? I got my eye on some shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Boy, have I got reminders in my calendar for when things are getting released. It, it amuses me greatly that you're like, no, I'm not going to get into Warhammer. That seems like a real big money pit. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> that 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 I feel like is is a bigger step than the bridge far, than, isn't it? Yeah, I've I've done enough, and also the idea of that kind of miniature gaming doesn't appeal to me until you're in. No, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you, sir. Damn you! Damn your eyes. Yes. Um. All right. Fair enough. Well, can I interest you in something else then? Uh, what's that? Can I interest you? In a drink. Uh, yes, please. Smashing. <laughs> I'm just going to... Actually, no, I can just... You can tell me about the beer. Yeah, that's, what, we can that's what I was going to do. Figure it out. So what we have here is... Um, yes. You bought this. That's it. Is that the wrong beer? No, no, no. I was just trying because I was like, "Is this Sierra Nevada?" And then I was like, "Couldn't see Sierra Nevada on it at all." And I was like, "What the fuck?" Um, but yeah, no, I've got a, I've got a Sierra Nevada beer. Ooh, delicious. Um, but it's a collaboration between Sierra Nevada and Dogfish. Okay. Two of like the top craft breweries in America. Yeah, I think I might have had a Dogfish beer when I was over there in 2018. Probably 60 minute IPA. That one rings a bell. Yeah, yeah. it's a classic. Yeah. Um, but this is Life and Limb Ale brewed with maple syrup and birch syrup. Ooh. Yeah. And... Is this a little sweet boy? I think it will be. Um, it's a little strongy boy. Mm -hmm. It's like 10%. Dope. Um, well, and what a way for me to like get back into drinking beer after a week off. Yeah. I mean, if, you, <laughs> if you're going to go, go hard, apparently. That's it. But um, yeah, I've never had... Uh, 
it before, but I bought another can in case it's really nice. Once Smart. I realized it was 10%. Smart. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I'm excited about it because I think it's fair to say that the weather over the weekend, well, Saturday was super nice, wasn't it? Yeah. It was for, like really sunny. For a good and, amount of it. Yeah. And otherwise this last week has been a bit of rain. Yeah. Uh, and today has been shite. Pretty miserable. Yeah. yeah. It's been cold and it's been wet. Yes. In... in in that significant order. Significant amounts. <laughs> um, I had the heater on today, the lot. Mm. Um, speaking of, by the way. What? Don't turn it on. Are you... Is it going to make noise? No. Well, okay. It beeped. I mean, it beeped, but that's it. <laughs> Am I so, going to get toasted like... sitting in front of it? <clears throat> no, it's not too bad. Okay. I can put it on night mode if you like, mm. which is slightly... Yeah, it'll be fine. Less thingy. It'll be fine. Yeah, we'll get it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I thought, you know, a nice dark beer, mm. which I think it is because it just says ale. Yeah. Could, well, it could be anything at this yeah. point. Ale um, plus two types of syrup. Yeah. So I'm thinking, mm. I'm thinking this is, sounds like a wintry beer to me. Yes. Um, so here's hoping. Yes. Uh, like I said to you before we started recording, the other option that I saw, which I thought would make great content, was like a passion fruit imperial sour. And I was Ooh. like, delicious. Yeah. Probably more of a 30 degree day kind of beer Ooh. for me. Yeah. Because um, passion fruit, I just find, because it's tartness, it's very yes. summery for me. D- yeah, I have had some imperial sours that, like, on a hot day would be uncomfortable. Y- yes. Because it's just, like, it, it the, like, sourness of it almost overrides the enjoyment you get of drinking a beer in the sun because you're just, like, so distracted by how sour it is. Yeah. Well, I, that, that that for me, um, yeah, is, is is one of the things that keeps me away from some of the, some of the sours. Mm. But. Okay, let's crack this up. Let's do this. Get in position. Put this in your mouth. I will. Smashing. Cheers. Hmm. To to your new home. The first oh, time yeah, I've been so, here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> folks, we're re- we're re- if it sounds different in any way, it's not just that we're um, idiots. Um, <laughs> it's that we're recording in, in my house for the first time ever because yes. my continuous life woes never end at the you, moment. You, your cat's on a schedule. My cat's on drugs. Difficult to interrupt. Anyway. How's he, drug addict? Beer. Cheers. I've got a grown a mustache hat on that. Ooh. Well, that is just a bit sweet, isn't it? Mm. It does taste slightly woodlandy. Yes. Now, you said style wise it's an ale. It, it just, just, says, just ale. says ale. Yeah. And, I mean, sure. This is, I don't know, something about it is reminding me more of English beers in the yeah. way that oh, definitely you've agree. got that kind of malty flavor, the biscuit flavor coming through. Mm. Um, it's a stout without the, that, for want of a better word, the more burnt and bitter elements of and, stout. Well, and also like the really thick uh, mm. texture you often get on a stout. It's kind of halfway between a porter and a stout in terms of that. Yeah, yeah. I, um, this is this is really nice. It has just got a little touch of sweetness. There's nothing, mm. nothing too much. And then like with that high alcohol content, just that little that little burn at the end. Yeah, just enough to warm you up. Yeah, I was going to say, it's, it's, it's a nice little winter this warmer. This is a good winter warmer. I'm very pleased with this. this is, so glad I bought a second you've can. You've done very well. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, I think I've never mm. had birch syrup before. I've obviously had maple syrup. I'm not yep. a monster. Um, I imagine it's the same process of extracting the tree jizz. As do I. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I mean, the flavor in it, you can kind of taste the maple syrup a little bit. Yeah. Like I say, that sweetness is very, very subtle. Mm. And it might be just that I am cognizant of the uh idea behind the beer yes but i do 
it does almost have that taste that you get like that scent of like woodiness in the air when you walk through a forest yeah I don't know if I'm just projecting that hey it just makes me want to walk through a forest the way you're describing it so mm. keep going if it, I walk through a forest and I could just taste beers um, <laughs> it doesn't go the other way the, the forest arms <laughs> uh, the local pub can't see the tree for the beers mm. I'm, I've been in that position mm. a few times before mm-hmm. yeah can't see for the beers yeah mm. well that is that is just nice that's tickety boo isn't it yeah you know what It what it makes me want to do is sit in front of an open fireplace mm. and just like sip on that well have I got news for you Why, I open the cupboard and there's yeah. a fire inside. how did you get this into this townhouse <laughs> so, uh, I actually think that's just a fire Elliot that's yeah. not a fireplace yeah, you know, no, I mean, that, your house is just on fire that's not within the building code you can't do that that's <laughs> dangerous uh, I mean there's a lot of smoke in my eyes right now and it is starting to uh, <coughs> to affect the calling, <laughs> recording <coughs> quality uh, oh, no. so let's maybe just, uh, just I'll just close the cupboard door yeah please um, smashing well then I guess since we're not going to burn our house the house down yes I'll go into the content of today's show yes please smashing Ernest Hemingway once said that there are only three sports Bullfighting, motor racing, and mountaineering. The rest are merely games. Suck my dick, Ernest Hemingway. I don't know. I, 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 I can't tell quite... you about disc golf, you pussy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Get out there and throw a frisbee. It wasn't, it wasn't invented when he was writing. Yeah, no, it wasn't. Imagine that. There are only four sports. Bullfighting, motor racing, mountaineering, and disc golf. Yeah, put that in the in the same league as very intense physical activities. <laughs> so what about Greco-Roman wrestling? I said what I said. Yeah, like those three you could definitely die doing. Yes. No one's going to die playing disc golf. Fuck off. You're very unlucky or, or playing, you yeah. know, in the demilitarized zone in North Korea. You're playing disc golf care of hard ticket to Hawaii. Yeah. A weird movie in which they fucking frisbee a saw blade into someone's neck. Right. It's a It's like bad action from the 80s it sounds amazing yeah. it sounds like wild wild west yeah kind of i think that might be where they got the idea sorry i've completely so, derailed no that's intro. absolutely <laughs> fine i mean we're gonna be talking because the beer is called life and limb yes we're gonna be talking about life limb and um a particular set of death defying activities Ooh. um I, for as long as humanity has been in business we've been keen to risk throwing it all away our our short existence yes um we've always been excited by the concept of incredible human endurance and achievement usually at the cost of lives or limbs i mean yeah sometimes both i've i've run a couple marathons in my time i definitely understand the the want to push your body as far as you can it's not necessarily on the same scale but a lot of that was i'm just going to see if i can do it yeah i mean i've never run a marathon because i don't understand the desire to do that (laughs) Um, you don't start there I'll tell you that much <laughs> a great episode of How My Mother where Barney runs the marathon it's like oh, you that, start that's him just and then just don't stop yeah and then he's like asleep on a subway for 20 yeah. hours it's great <laughs> um, so yeah humans are a competitive group um, frankly it's not been easy for me to find specific information which says that mm. to back up my claim mm-hmm. so you're gonna have to take my word for it alright and frankly it's one of those statements where I was hoping you wouldn't pick it up because this show is basically just nonsense. Let's just run with it. I'm going to forget you said any of this. Awesome. Sweet. So why do we do this sort of shit? Well, we're pretty sure that it's about adrenaline. The thing is actually not hugely well-researched because Mm. people who do things like 
death-defying stunts and extreme sports, it's not easy to also strap ECGs to them while they do it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I've I've watched some free climbing documentaries in my time. Oh, yeah. And that shit is crazy. I like big wave surfing documentaries. Mm. Good yeah. times. Yeah. Um, so, human desires to activate the flight or fight response out of fear. Um, but that's not the only reason. According to a study by Andrew Wilk mm-hmm. uh, at a university in New York, I forget which one, it was called something like Rutgers. Um, it wasn't called that. <laughs> um, he, gave an adolescent, he gave adolescent men VR goggles and got them to cross a simulated rickety bridge. Uh-huh. Which, if you've, if you've done that kind of thing before, it is quite yeah. good and it's quite, it's oh, quite scary. Dude, I've, I've seen... You've seen the, like, the walk the plank VR experience? I mean, I, I, I can imagine that. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah, but, like, if the simulation is good enough and the graphics are good enough, your brain thinks it's real just enough to where if you were to take a step off the side or someone were to push you, you would literally hit the floor with your oh, face. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I watched... Um, uh, if you ever want to have a good time, look up um, snooker legend Ronnie O'Sullivan in mm. VR, oh. who he's doing something, and he just leans so far forward and forgets that it's VR and stand yeah. up, and he just stacks it face first into the floor. Yeah, yeah. It's very funny. Yeah. Um, Our brains are stupid. They really are. <laughs> um so yeah, he gave him the VR goggles and got him to walk across a simulated rickety bridge. He then did the same thing, but put them in view of female spectators. And we found that they tended to cross much quicker. <laughs> that sucks. So risk, risk taking could be a signal to a potential mate that they are fit or healthy. Okay. Yeah. Um, for the record, men believe women find this way more interesting than women actually find it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. They actually Dude. made a point of saying that women yeah. were not interested. Women don't give a shit about this kind of stuff. <laughs> they just roll their eyes and do not give a fuck. Yeah. Like, the only people that care are just other men. Yes. It's no wonder that we're so much more expensive to insure. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're fucking idiots. Yeah. Generally, though, this stuff all comes down to that magic uh, neurochemical dopamine. Fuck um, yes. Love it. Give me some. Yeah. Risk-taking, especially with rewards, increases dopamine activity. So it kind of makes sense why we do it. Yeah. So I'm going to talk a very, very short history of human extremes, just a small amount. Okay. Because I think... You don't want to go too far. You don't want to go to the extreme with it. Well, I think also I don't want to deprive you of the stunt episode. Um, oh, thank you. Uh, so I want to talk about a specific thing today. Okay. Um, but back in the vaudeville days, weird human extremes became quite popular. Mm-hmm. And with the growth of communication technologies, local acts could essentially go viral mm-hmm. and become much more popular outside of their small sideshows. Acts like human cannonballs. Oh, yes. So in 1877, the first recorded human cannibal act was a seven... You need to enunciate that word better because it sounds like cannibal. cannibal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the first recorded human cannonball act was yes. a 17-year-old girl named Zazel, uh, real name Rosa Matilda Richter. Um, Richter? Yeah. Damn near killed her. <laughs> Good. Very good. Um, will, my brain will never not want to make that joke. It's, it's, it's phenomenal. Or Richter, I hardly even know her. Yes. Classic. Pick one. Yes. Flip a coin. Um, so she was launched by a spring from a cannon designed by a man called the Great Farini. Hang on. By a spring? Yeah. You can't actually use gunpowder. It'll explode people. Pfft. Cowards. 
well they tend to use gunpowder to make it like an explosive show of it when they when they fire yeah, people yeah, yeah. um so she was launched by a cannon designed by this guy called the great farini whose real name was william leonard hunt she no, went on. It wasn't his real name was the great farini well he was like a fantastic like engineer in the circus industry and stuff uh-huh. he'd come up a little bit okay. um she eventually went on tour with pt barnum until she broke her neck in a shotgun awry in a what sorry a shot gone awry. Oh, I thought you said shotgun. And I was like, what happened? Well, no, it was cannon. Much bigger. <laughs> yeah. Much scarier. Yeah. The human shotgun is just... I don't know what that is. It's, I think after a big night, I've been, oh, I've been no. the human shotgun. No. I mean, I know exactly what you mean. Hence my reaction. Yeah. That sucks. I hate that visual. Yeah. Good. <laughs> I'm fucking... I need a drink. Don't worry. Don't worry. She survived. Um... Uh, no, so, right. so so she survived and went on to become a huge safety advocate for circus performers. Oh, good. Funny that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it'll funk it. Yeah. It's almost like me being deaf in one ear. I advocate a lot for audio issues. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the great Farini himself was a well-known tightrope walker. Mm-hmm. He was one of the first two people to walk across Niagara Falls on a tightrope. Um, he... The tightrope's not just always there, is it? No, they don't... <laughs> Well, you can you can take the spirit across, or you can use the tightrope, um, yeah. whatever you yeah. want. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, <coughs> in, in an attempt to uh, differentiate himself from the guy who did it first, who got a lot of plaudits, and mm-hmm. who he was in competition was with. Though I will add, the other guy didn't realize he was in competition because he was doing. Well, the it first, first guy never would. No, it's not until the second person comes along and is like, "I could do that better." Yeah. Now it's now it's a game. Well, uh, Farini did it carrying a man on his back and performing somersaults on the rope. Fuck off. Settle down. Shit was wild by then. Uh, he later went on to become an engineer in the Union Army during the American Civil War, where he claims to Doing have invented... Doing what? Roly-polies on the front lines? He claims to have invented shoes to walk on water. Yeah? Yep. Are they just rafts? Yeah, kind of. Like little pontoon shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quite funny. Um, eventually, whilst performing in Cuba and carrying his wife on his shoulders uh, during a tightrope act, he dropped her 60 feet to the floor below and she died. You fucking idiot. Um, he went on to become the first white person to cross the Kalahari on foot. Where is that again? It's a, it's a desert in Africa. Yeah, right. The guy, fair play, had a wild life. Yeah. Like, pretty incredible. Um Another person in the human cannonball section, because I just thought it was quite fun to talk yeah, about for a minute, sure. was uh, Ildebrando Zacchini. Uh, they went on to improve the cannon, moved away from the spring, yeah. uh, and he fired his son Hugo out of one using compressed air. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, the world record for the human cannonball was by David... Yeah, I think you'll appreciate this, because uh, the world record was by David the Bullet Smith Jr. Who <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Hang on. I need to unpack that name. Was his father David the Bullet Smith, and he was the son of that man, or was the bullet just him? Please hold your questions. <laughs> okay. Because David, David in 2011 was fired 59 meters. However, it was contested by his own father, David Cannonball Smith Senior. Oh my who god! Claims to have been fired 61 meters. The nomenclature here is fucking confusing. Oh dear. <laughs> I wonder if they've had like a. Uh, he's had a son. It's like David the nine millimeter the, the 22 round the, the smith the third the bb pellet the bb <laughs> it's good because it sounds like baby yeah have you played death stranding no interest in it the, Sorry. the, the baby is called bb8 no, that's, bb that's gonna say that's the that's thing of star wars yeah but 
I think it's just BB. Yeah. I'd have to play again. It's been a while. Okay. I might be talking out my ass here. You treat yourself. I've got no interest in Uber Eats the game. <laughs> Excuse me. It's Oz Post the game. <laughs> no, because your packages get there. No, they don't. Oh. <laughs> the rain destroys them. Oh, it is Oz Post the game. Yeah. <laughs> good, good. Yeah, we turn into a game podcast. But um, what I want to actually talk to you today about is something that I actually already mentioned, and that is Niagara Falls. Oh, that's what we're talking about today? So the thing so is, confused. for some reason, these falls are a mecca for nutcases. Yeah. Now, people in barrels going over the falls. That actually happened, right? That's what you're getting to? Yes. Good. So I wasn't sure if that was just like one of those things that got played up in cartoons and things like that. No, no. Okay. It's real. So not only that, but tightrope walking, stilt walking, again, by Farini. Wait, stilts as in to the river bed? Yes, and he walked across oh Niagara God, Falls. Fuck off. Climbing the falls when frozen. Wait, the falls? The falls gets cold enough that the flowing it, falls It's just like a water ice. Yes. Fuck. That's kind of that's cool. All of these pale in comparison to the utterly bizarre trend of barreling. <laughs> which is a word that I don't think they use, but I certainly am. Yeah, what else would you call it? Um, yeah. <laughs> It all started in 1901. Annie Edison Taylor. Um, everyone in those names days had like a middle name that you had to use apparently. So yeah, I mean, the, Cannonball also, Taylor. Also, often, often some of those names they only sound good when you say the whole thing. Yeah, like you just said Annie Taylor. Boring. Nah, Annie Edison. Taylor. Exactly. Um, she, she so in 1901 she turned 63. Yep. She was a school teacher from a fairly wealthy background, but through a series of unfortunate incidents had lost all of her money. Okay. Um, Invested in crypto. I get it. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> tulips. Uh, no, so a lot of it wasn't her fault. It was a fire. And then like, you know, one of her partners basically absconded with she, her cash and she stuff. She bid on the Germans for World War One. <laughs> Not yet. It's ni- 1901. <laughs> I don't know history. Fuck off. <laughs> she placed a very long-term bet on the yeah. Germans for World War One. <laughs> no one would take it. Yeah. Listen, he... <laughs> You're not really into that, but your kids are going to love it. Yeah. Um, that was the second Back to the Future reference. Um, well, the first one I don't think was actually in the episode. That was just us chatting shit before the show. Fair enough. Um, so deciding she needed to secure her future, Annie made the decision that she'd be the first person to go over Niagara Falls in a wooden barrel. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, if you are thinking, what's my retirement fund? That seems like the natural next step. Yeah throw myself over a yeah. large waterfall. I imagine she wouldn't be able to get insured for this kind of activity. Well, I mean, like, a lot of these things, like, people would sponsor or they did do publicity. God, but- can you imagine, like, just all I'm picturing is, like, you know how NASCAR, they just have sponsor labels all over the cars? Just stickers all over the outside of the barrel? Ronson's Barrels. <laughs> and if it goes well, they're like, see, it's a great barrel. Yeah, isn't it? Um also, I did read about one guy who um, made money because all the people that came came to watch, mm. merchants would turn up as well and sell food and paraphernalia and stuff like that. Yep. And they'd give him a cut. Yeah. Smart. Right, he's just good. Just clip the that's ticket good on business. other business that's happening. Yeah. Love it. Um, so, yeah. So, she decided to go over the falls in a barrel. Um, she had the barrel custom made and uh, tested it twice before she went over with a cat inside. <laughs> Kind of, kind of rude, um, it, uh, and 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 contrary to um, popular belief at the time, the cat survived. Huh? Did she? 
twice. Um, so on October the 24th, her 63rd birthday, she climbed into the barrel along with her lucky heart-shaped pillow and used... So this is how rudimentary this was. Used a bicycle pump to compress the air inside before plugging the hole with a cork. To compress the air inside the barrel? Yes. No idea why now. I mean, just to give it like in greater internal, I don't know, rigidity? Because there's no like internal scaffolding. Audible shrug. Yeah. No idea. Bizarre. Um, she went downriver and over the falls, being picked up 20 minutes later with only a small gash on her head to show for her achievements. <laughs> Quote, If it was with my dying breath, I would caution anyone against attempting the feat. I would sooner walk up to the mouth of a cannon, knowing it was going to blow me to pieces, than make another trip over the fall. I mean, fair cop. Yeah. If anyone could say that, it'd be her. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, she died nearly penniless 18 years later, having nearly never really been able to capitalize on the stunt. Her manager absconded with the barrel itself. And um, she even considered going over a second time to raise some cash towards the end. Damn. Which, considering her reaction first time, mad. Desperate, yeah. But what followed was a series of people who saw this and went, yeah, me too. Yeah, I'll have a crack. All right, here we go. Tell (laughs) him. All right. Bobby Leach, 1911. Metal barrel. Spent six months in hospital with two broken kneecaps and a fractured jaw, but survived. Okay. 1920. Charles Stevens refused to t- <laughs> refused to test his barrel before the stunt. Oh no! Tied himself to an anvil inside the barrel for extra ballast. Uh, my guy, that's not how anvils work. Barrel recovered with no ballast, no Charles except his right arm in a safety harness. Hey, I've got an idea. <laughs> Why don't you just put yourself on the barrel with cement shoes, you fucking moron? His, his right arm came off but was just in a safety harness <laughs> fuck brother the arm wasn't the bit you need to be safe about no no my uh, brother in Christ anvils sink <laughs> he was he was also being told by everyone you need to test the barrel including by um, Annie and by a guy who came to be known as the hero of the falls um, <laughs> that's a hell of a title yeah um, they is, were like, is there like a cave behind the waterfall is that did he go in there and found some treasure, treasure chest yeah <laughs> Um, but yeah, he's like, he's like, no, no, don't worry. I think this will be okay. Yeah, yeah. I've looked at the designs. Yeah. I've I've checked everything. It's fine. Absolutely buck wild. Yeah. 1928. Jean Lucier went over the falls in a large ball with a spring steel frame with a rubber covering. A large ball, you say? Mm. Have you seen Zorbs? Pretty much. <laughs> so the, I, I didn't talk about it. There's a guy went over in one of those later on. but um, It's basically like a big inflatable it's like a beach yeah. ball that is... Oh, I've been maybe, sorting. It's yeah, good. yeah, yeah. But they're like 10 feet across, maybe. Yeah, they're fun as bun. Yeah. Um, this guy survived, though. <laughs> oh, great. Huzzah. Yeah. Spheres. 1930. George Stathkis. Stathakis. George the Greek went over the falls... Oh, my God. <laughs> went over the falls in a barrel, which got stuck behind a curtain of water for 18 hours... Although he survived the fall, he only had eight hours of air, so he suffocated awaiting rescue. Oh, my God. <laughs> Took his pet turtle with him. <laughs> what was the turtle's name? The tur- I don't know, actually. The turtle was 150 years old at the time. Turtle survived. <laughs> fuck yes. <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy. Turtles rule. <laughs> Are you the I Like Turtles kid? What? Are you the I Like Turtles kid? What, do you, what does that mean? <laughs> you know, the... the, the <laughs> 
you never seen that video it's just like this is the county this... fair and it's like all right it's, it's talking to john the zombie i like turtles i have no idea what all you're right, talking about you're a great zombie <laughs> um oh, fuck how do you not know that one that's I don't know. ancient internet yeah damn not that old. you young um 1951 william red hill jr boring after insisting over and over again that Charles Stevens test his barrel, um, that was the hero of the falls. Test uh, his barrel sounds yeah. like jerking off euphemism. So Hill Hill went over the falls in a craft just called the thing. Well, is this some like fourth dimensional amorphous blob? <laughs> the thing broke apart on impact, killing him instantly. Fuck yes. At this point, Canadian and American authorities banned public stunts at the fall. Yeah, get wrecked, idiots. 1961. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Knew this was coming. Yep. Nathana Boyer went over the falls in a rubber ball named the Plungosphere. The what? Excuse me? The Plungosphere. That sucks. Do better. It's 61. We hadn't had acid yet. Yeah, but like, that that name doesn't invoke good things. I think it's meant to be like a pun on bathysphere, but not a very good one. Just call it the bathysphere. That's already a word. Yeah. So? That's a fair point. <laughs> Well, it was a big rubber ball. Okay. The, the ball hit rocks at the bottom. Popped. But bounced. Oh, no. And Nathana survived. How, like, bounced back up out of the water? Is that what you're saying? Uh, d- bare rock. Boing. Yeah, fuck. Which would have been terrifying. Yeah. Um, 1984. Carol Suek. Su- Sukek. Car- Carol. Carol. Um... <laughs> Yep. Cal went over the falls in a barrel and took 45 minutes to be recovered. Survived with only minor injuries to his face where his wristwatch had hit him. Oh, take the watch. Why are you, Why wearing-, are you wearing a watch? <laughs> uh, just... You think of people at the top where it's like, I can hold your watch for you. And he's like, no, I need it. No. I need to, be, I need to know what time it is. So let me, let, me, let me take your wallet and your watch for you. Wait a minute, that's on the wallet, Inspector. What if I need to pay someone at the bottom of the falls? (laughs) How will I tip the rescue crew, bro? Like, (laughs) fuck these idiots. Just wait, though, because, like, soon enough. Okay. Uh, 1985, Steve Trotter went over the falls in a barrel. It was his second attempt, police having foiled his first. Ah. Survived. Ah. All right. Simple. 1985, again. Uh, again, second attempt, Dave Monday. Again, <laughs> Wait, in a barrel. That, his name is Dave Monday. Yeah. That is the most just generic shitty name. Just isn't it? shitty name. Yeah. You can picture him. Like, but only vaguely because he doesn't have, like, yeah. any interesting. Yeah, no, he's, he's got, like, shortcut here, mustache, maybe. That, that feels mocking that, the mocker. I, I think mustache would be too flamboyant for yes. a Dave Monday. I think he's just got a slightly couple day beard. Yeah, it's it's like plain button down shirt, slacks. If you Googled the word person, Dave Monday comes <laughs> he's up. He's just the most NPC man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so it was his second attempt because the first time uh, the International Control Dam was opened Ooh. when he was trying to go down. What does that mean? His barrel just got stuck in the mud when all the water drained out. Oh, no. (laughs) It's like you're diving into a pool, and during the time you're in the air, the pool is emptied. It's it's more like they built a cover over the pool while you're in the air. (laughs) They just rolled it out. They're like, fuck you. Um, He actually tried twice again. Uh With one attempt in 1990, 
The barrel got lodged on rocks at the top of the falls and just never went down. Which, if you're in the barrel, and, and then he tried to get after that. Uh, I don't remember right. um, if that was the first or second second right, attempt. Right, right. Um, but yeah, if you're like in the barrel waiting to fall at any moment, you're like, I feel like I should have hit the edge. Yeah, by I now. feel like something should have happened. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I should have felt a falling sensation. Yeah. Um, 1989. Uh, Peter D. Bernardi and Jeffrey James Petkovich. Mm-hmm. went over in a barrel to draw attention to an anti-drugs campaign. They went over together in the same barrel? Yep. Okay, how big was the barrel? Don't know. People will say they were roommates. <laughs> they were roommates. Uh, also, listen, kids, don't do drugs. Now watch as I get into this barrel and throw myself over a near-death-defying yeah. fall. Th- what do you think made me do this? I don't know. Absolutely drugs. drugs. Yeah. Kids, if you do drugs, you'll do stuff like this. Yeah. Man. It's like people that used to say, like, marijuana will kill you. It's like, it fucking won't. Shut up. If I'm lucky. <laughs> um, great uh, Willie Nelson story he's telling once. And he's mm. like, people always used to say that marijuana was dangerous and it could kill you. I've been smoking drugs for nigh on 50 years now and never known any of my friends get hurt from marijuana. Except for one who had a bale of it fall on him. <laughs> oh my god could you imagine just being so into weed that you had a bale that was my takeaway yeah. like, have, you, have you ever had that much drugs that you've had an entire bale of drugs no I've seen how big bales are that's, that's a ginormous. lot of weed that's a lot of weed yeah um 1990 Jesse Sharp <clears throat> went over to falls in a canoe you fuck Okay. And before he before he did that, he made dinner reservations at a restaurant six kilometers down the river because he was Bold. so confident in his canoeing ability that he was planning to land and paddle on afterwards. Didn't wear a life jacket in case it impeded him if he got stuck under like a waterfall and impeded his escape. Which oh I'm my, like, oh my god, do you understand how life jackets work? Well, no, because like they were like, if, if it keeps him in place, just bobbing. And I'm uh. like, okay. I, I guess there's some logic to that. That makes sense. Yeah. Didn't wear a helmet because he wanted to be recognizable on camera. Oh, my God. Body never recovered. this guy. (laughs) Body never found. I know. I want to look good doing this death-defying stunt. Oh, it might kill me? No, 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 no. Get the camera ready. It's only death-defying if you live, isn't it? Yes. Otherwise, it's death-embracing. Can you imagine going to watch that? It's like, uh, now we've got a uh, Lance Murdoch. Uh, please enjoy these death-embracing stunts. <laughs> he just shot himself. Yeah, there's, there's just the one. <laughs> he's going to do the bullet catch. No. No, he, <laughs> he caught the bullet. More of a bullet impact. Yeah. Um, Nineteen ninety-three. David Monday. Again. Survived. Oh Again. 1995, Steve Trotter, again. This time with a second person, Laurie Martin. Survived, again. Okay, and all of this is still banned. So they're all, what, going oh, to yeah, jail? Yeah. A lot of them were getting fines when they were getting picked okay. up. Um, in the mid-2000s, you got a few reports of like attempted suicides, which people somehow survived. They're not as much fun because it's like, Oh, they're suicide attempts. Yeah. But two or three people went over the falls, just them, and lived. Yeah. One of them lived and then tried again in a Zorb. <laughs> it's like, you tried to commit suicide, it didn't work, and then you were like, 
Okay, but I could probably make the suicide fun this time. Probably should have just looked back at all these people that went over in, like, metal barrels. It was mid-2000s. Wikipedia was a thing. Yeah. But my favorite one, I've skipped forward slightly to go backwards to 1995. Ah. Robert Overacker, which, great name. Oh, yeah. Strong name. Yeah. Went over in what Wikipedia described as a personal watercraft, which I had to look up, (laughs) and it means jet ski. Oh. Okay. Did he, like, launch off the the top of the waterfall big sunnies on do like a backflip you'd hope so because it was to raise awareness for homelessness again what I don't f- where is the link between launching a jet ski off a waterfall and homelessness and nothing screams I'm not homeless like I have enough money to fire a jet ski off a waterfall yeah yeah it's like that um, someone else pointed this out there's a Dr. Dre song where he's like people are mad at me because I can finally if uh, what is it? Because I can buy snowmobiles and skis and I can finally afford to provide my family with groceries. Yeah. So I don't think they're mad at you for that, mate. I think they're mad at you for making the equivalence between buying bread and milk and a, <laughs> bike, trips. a bike that can go on <laughs> snow. <laughs> like, well, I do need these eggs and a skidoo. Yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> no middle ground there. Yeah. Min-max this fucking lifestyle, homie. <laughs> um, but Robert Overacker, over on his jet ski to raise awareness for homelessness... Unfortunately, his, and I've got this underlined, uh-huh. rocket-propelled parachute oh, what? failed to open and his body was recovered the next day. Hang on. I need to know what you mean when you say rocket-propelled parachute. There was no more information on that. Damn it. Because, like... Yeah. So we can just speculate wildly, which is so way more fun. Like, the most likely thing that I can think of is, like, a normal parachute scenario, but, like, rocket propulsion built into the backpack side of things to push you forward. Because I've seen, like... Uh, I think it's parasailing, which is like yeah, a yeah. paraglide scenario with a big fan on the back. Oh, yeah, like that's... the fan man from the episode of The yeah. Simpsons where they go boxing. Yeah, so something like boxing. that. Something like that, but small rockets to propel you forward. Um, Let's go with yes. Because the other option is the parachute itself is rocket-powered, and as it's deploying from the backpack, rockets are pushing it out there, which just seems like it's going to break. It also feels unnecessary. Yeah, just use a parachute. Parachutes are fine. Um, I'm afraid I'm going to have to give you my second audible shrug of the episode. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that is pretty much brings us up to today. Okay. Um, there was um, two things I wanted to finish with. Okay. Uh, one's sad, or not? Uh, they're both weird. Okay. Uh, so let's let's hit the close, and I'll and I'll tell you them. All right. Let's do it. Do you want whimsical or weird first? Ooh. Tyler, my sex tape. Um. <laughs> Uh, I'll go with weird first. Um, there was a a man that went over the falls um, as a professional baseball player. I forgot to put his first name in. Uh, it was Delahanty. Something Delahanty. So I'm going to go with Rob. Sure. So Rob Delahanty was a professional baseball player who was swept over the falls having fallen from the International Railway Bridge after he was kicked off a night train for drunken disorderly conduct and threatening passengers. Oh my God. His body was, was late. Kicked, like kicked out of a door on a train? So I don't think that was the implication, but that is absolutely what I am Just taking it as. Yeah. Fucking, you know, the... the um oh, is, is it in Doom or something? Like where, where there's just oh, like the, my, big, the big foot... It's, um, Bulletstorm has it. He does. It's um, what's the guy? Oh my god! I'm fucking. He's got the voice. Junukum. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Duke's just mighty foot. Big foot right out yeah. in front. Just right in the middle of the solar plexus. Just yes. you're out the door. I didn't do a very good impression of Duke Nukem, and I can only apologize to the world. But um, 
Yes. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm imagining. Shake it, baby. Yeah, shake it, baby. Yeah, uh, jo- uh, John St. John, I think is the guy's name. Yes, it is. Um, yeah, but that's what I'm imagining. Yeah. Uh, I, what happened probably was he was like, like, they stopped, told him to fuck off, and he wandered across the bridge and fell off. But in my head, they slid the boxcar door open and yeah. just booted him off the off yeah. the railway, off yeah. the bridge, yeah. and over the falls. Yeah. Fucking so much better. Yeah. Um, his body was later recovered near the Maid of the Mist's birth, which is like that the um, boat that goes to the bottom of the falls. Yeah, yeah. Um, his body was mangled and one leg was severed. Oh my God. Um, These waterfalls are savage. Now now for the one whimsical one, yes. which I just thought was very funny. So <laughs> we've already est- established that like Zarini used to do, and I can't remember if that was his name, so I'm going to scroll back up. I think it was. Um, he used to do things where it's like, all right, you've done the tightrope. Well, mm-hmm. I'm going to do the tightrope carrying a man. Yes. <clears throat> In the summer of 1876, crowds gathered to see an Italian woman challenge Niagara. Maria probably should look this up first. Spell Terini made several successful trips across the gorge on a tightrope, tempting fate by making the crossing while shackled. She walked across with peach baskets on her feet and also made the trip walking backwards. Oh my god. I just like the idea of being like, right, well, I have done it once, but has anyone done it while wearing peach baskets on their feet? <laughs> and backwards. Um, but yeah, there was a picture of her with just two stupid reed baskets for shoes, basically, <laughs> walking across a tightrope. It's just really dumb. Oh, my God. Very enjoyable. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed my newsy voice as well, though. Well, it's yeah, not a newsy voice. That's more of an anchor it was voice. Good. I also, like, really enjoyed the part where you fucked up the name in the middle of it. Because you would never hear that. No. I mean, it's not too far from my own name as well, which is quite funny. Yeah. Um... But that was people who toss themselves off over waterfalls. Wait, no, yeah. rephrase that. That was one of my favorite. Um, <laughs> I can't remember where I read it, but they were talking about Holmes and Moriarty. Uh-huh. And they like took themselves to the top of Reichenbach Falls and tossed each other off. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is solid, no, solid way. Um, oh, my, my delightful enemy. Um, anyway, so that was uh, that was a good time. Thanks, man. I'm glad you appreciate it. Yeah, it was a good beer too. Yeah, I'm very much enjoying it. I've yeah. got a little, you have as well, got a little little fleshy face. Ooh. I'm feeling feeling toasty in the Ooh, head. Yeah, a little bit warm, mm. a little bit boozed. Mm. It's a good time. It is a good time. What a good time for you the know, lads. Do you know what else is a good time? Mm. Following us on social media. Isn't it just? I mean, but That's how you yes. stay up to date with episodes coming out. Yeah. Unless you're subscribed to the show, which you should also do. Fucking right, you should. Mm. Um, but if you did want to follow us on social media, it's at Hebrew Podcast just about everywhere, except well, for TikTok in and LinkedIn. three specific places. You know, the, the big three. Yes. If you're over 25. <laughs> so Bebo, MySpace, and... Someone has recreated MySpace, and apparently people are joining it in droves. Yeah, because the others all suck. Yeah. I never used MySpace. I was a Bebo kid. I had Bebo then MySpace. Oh. And then I, finally. I did create a MySpace account once when I was at a big day out and you had to have a MySpace account to go through their signing tent. It was fucking stupid. <laughs> Do you want to email? Do the email address? Oh, sure. It's, uh, <laughs> I'm just annoyed and I didn't yeah, really think it's, so. It's uh, <laughs> hello at heybrew.zone. Um, send us your desired way to go over the Niagara Falls. Yeah. We want to know what kind of vessel you're going to go in. Whether or not you'll survive. Well, that's not up to you. Um, (laughs) We'll decide. What time of year, maybe winter, summer, that makes a difference depending on what 
kind of craft you're you're using. Yeah, if you again, if you're using a snowmobile, summer not so good. No, um, if you're using a rubber ball, winter when it's frozen over, probably not a good idea. Quite funny though to watch. Yeah, it would be. Hmm. Hmm. Um, we've got a website. It's heybrew.zone. Yes, sir. Go on it or don't. I it's mean, not there's not much on there, but you can go on there. You can see the episodes. All of our episodes, our eighty something episodes. Yeah, total. I was about to say it's literally seventy eight, but it's not. It's well, more this is because we've done yes. some seasonal things. Yeah, probably should bring that back sometime. We should. Yeah, but we hadn't hit all the major holidays I mean, in the still, first time around. There are still seasons. There are still plenty of stories to tell. Yeah, there are. Let's look up when Halloween is this year. It's October. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, find us on your podcast app of choice leave us a like a review a rating do the things and subscribe is there anything else I think that's it alright sick well then in that case um, I have been gushing over the top of the falls like so much um, Niagara based water but I've also been Elliot and I've been tossing myself over waterfalls (laughs) I'm Mike Cheers. Cheers. Oh, this was Hebrew. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> oh, dear. What a mess. Yeah. I mean, I, I blame the beer and not unprofessionalism. Do you if reckon it, we could ever do an episode where it's just hyper professional and then just see if it's any better? <laughs> I think. I don't really want to, but. I think. Hmm. I mean, we could. I don't know if it'd be an improvement. It's yeah. It's also not really our style. No, it's it's a god. It's really not. Yeah. What are we going to turn up in like a, a but- suits? Well, not, not not maybe not suits, but like button down shirt and and everything, and just like get the microphone on a boom arm and just like so I'm here to have, pod- every, have everything all fucking proper. Yeah. Put a. I'm here to podcast. It's already got a pop filter on it. I you know, don't need a second pop this filter. Is double pop, so I can actually go pop. And it doesn't, and you can't hear it. Yeah, but it's still a bad sound when you do that. No, you just can't hear it at all. It filters out all pop. <laughs> Double filtered. It's purer pop. It's like a vodka. Yes. It's like crystal head vodka. I once heard Dan Aykroyd on the last podcast on the left pod, like sideshows, mm. and he plugged his vodka company probably 20 times. Oh, you got to. Oh, it was no. It was, I, don't, it was, I don't know what it's called. So he's not doing a good enough job. You do know what it's called, but you just don't know Dan Aykroyd's involved. It's Crystal Head Vodka. I've never heard of that. You've definitely seen the vodka. It's the Crystal Skull Vodkas. Oh, no. I think I've seen the, like, tequila that comes in a Crystal Skull. Is that a thing? Uh, Unless I'm thinking of that and just didn't know what it was. You're thinking of uh, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull because you had to get blackout drunk afterwards. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I, mm, yeah. I don't think I ever knew that was any of that. Yeah. Depressing. I think yeah. Bill Murray's got a company of some... Oh, probably. I know The Rock's got a tequila. Yeah, he's also got like an energy drink company. Yeah. Do you hear that rap he did a little while ago? Is it... No. He did a Wait. verse on someone else's song. No. Wasn't bad. Yeah. Like... He's got a big voice yeah. and he's done musicals. Has he? Well, he did Moana. Oh, yeah. <laughs> did he do the singing in that? I think so. Sick. 